1: Today is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. On this day in 1934, outlaws Bonnie Parker, Clyde Barrow, and Henry Methvin shot and killed two Texas highway patrolmen. Reports dubbed the event, Bloody Easter. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Parcast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Tori Toby, co host of the podcast Killer Queens. Every week on Killer Queens, Tori and her sister Torella bring you a lighter take on a true crime story, sprinkled with endearing and hilarious 90s references.
2: Hi Vanessa, thanks for having me, and hello
1: Today and True Crime listeners. So happy you could join. Tori's here to discuss some of the historical aspects of today's story, while I'll cover the narrative. I'm thrilled to dive into the
2: Easter of Tears and Barrow Gang. You always hear the names Bonnie and Clyde, but so few people know their real stories.
1: That's why we're here to tell them. Now let's go back to April 1st on a desolate strip of Texas Road, Highway 114. Grapevine was a sleepy town, 25 miles north of Fort Worth and in the middle of a whole lot of nothing in those days. A few oil derricks and plenty of cattle. When 22-year-old Holloway Murphy joined the state patrol, he'd been cautioned not to expect the kind of action you see in the movies. But the pay was dependable, $150 a month. Not everyone had such a guarantee in these lean times. Today was only his second day on patrol and his first on the road. Yesterday, Murphy had done a final training session at the Arlington Downs racetrack. He was itching to feel like a real cop today. So Murphy's partner, 26-year-old Ed Wheeler, decided they should use that morning to test the rookie's mettle. The pair drove out to a deserted strip of highway along with a third officer, Ivy Polk. They parked on the shoulder along Dove Road. The trio set up some targets on a fence, a few cans and a hat, then squared off for target practice. Murphy confidently took aim and fired at the line of targets, hitting five out of six shots. He'd grown up poorer than poor in the nearby town of Alto, and he'd learned to be a true shot from a young age. The difference between a hit and a miss was the difference between a full belly and an empty one. When he was out of bullets, Murphy tipped his hat at his fellow officers. Wheeler smiled, impressed, then took his turn at the line. He hit all six shots easily. He put a hand on Murphy's shoulder and reassured him. He was well on his way. Out of bullets, the officers decided to pack it in. They climbed onto their motorcycles and took off down Dove Road. They passed by a black car with yellow wheels parked in the ditch. Some kind of stranded motorist. Wheeler signaled at Murphy, telling him to turn around so they could help. Ivy, who was riding in front, didn't even notice when the pair stopped. He kept on down the highway. When Wheeler approached the car, he didn't see any passengers. Then suddenly, a man leapt out from his hiding spot, holding a sawed-off shotgun. Before Wheeler could unholster his gun, another bandit appeared from behind the car. The second man fired his pistol and struck Wheeler square in the chest. Holloway Murphy watched in horror as his partner fell to the ground. He scrambled for his own weapon, then remembered he was out of bullets. Before he could come up with a plan B, the bandit with the sawed-off shotgun took aim. He fired three times at Murphy, riddling his body with buckshot. It was his second day on the job, and his last. Coming up, the aftermath of Bloody Easter.
0: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness.
1: On April 1, 1934, two Texas patrol officers, 26-year-old Ed Wheeler and 22-year-old Holloway Murphy, were shot and killed on the side of the road. They'd stopped to investigate a car parked on the side of the shoulder, thinking the motorists needed help. Instead, they walked into an ambush. My guest host, Tori Toby is here with me to discuss the Bloody Easter murders. She'll take over from here.
2: Thanks Vanessa. Murphy and Wheeler didn't know it, but they'd accidentally crossed paths with notorious outlaws Clyde Barrow, Bonnie Parker, and Barrow gang member Henry Methvin. And it was only by chance that the officers came across the group while they were in the middle of laying a trap for someone else. Clyde had recently had a falling out with another Pharaoh gang member, Raymond Hamilton. They disagreed over how to split the loot from a bank robbery, and as they parted ways, Hamilton grumbled to Bonnie Parker that he was going to kill Clyde over the dispute. So Clyde decided he was gonna kill Hamilton right back. When patrolmen Murphy and Wheeler came across Clyde parked on the side of the road, he was lying in wait for Hamilton, who he expected to pass by that way in the afternoon. Allegedly, Clyde didn't plan to kill the officers when they stopped to question him. He only wanted to take them on a joyride. But Henry Methvin misunderstood what he meant. When Clyde instructed, let's take him, Methvin thought that meant they should kill the officers. So when Wheeler approached and Methvin saw he had the drop on him, he took his shot. Murphy's death then became a product of circumstance. They couldn't very well leave any witnesses, so Clyde pulled the trigger on his shotgun. In some reports, Bonnie allegedly used her foot to turn one of the officers over and fired an excessive shot into his head, then jibed. Look there, his head bounced just like a rubber ball. But this was an exaggeration made up by an eyewitness seeking notoriety. In truth, Bonnie was likely asleep in the backseat of the car for the entire affair. But Murphy and Wheeler's deaths signaled a shift in the hunt for Bonnie and Clyde. The murders galvanized the surrounding area to catch the bandits once and for all. Murphy's death was especially affecting to the area. He was a brand new rookie on the force, only an officer for two days. In addition, he was supposed to get married less than two weeks after the shooting. His fiancee, Marie Tullis, wore her wedding gown to Murphy's funeral. Two days after the shooting, on April 3rd, the State Highway Department announced a reward fund for any information that helped bring Bonnie and Clyde to justice. They called it the Texas Rat Extermination Reward. The Desperados were finally caught on May 23, 1934, almost two months after the Bloody Easter murders. A joint task force of police officers from Texas and Louisiana cornered the couple on a dirt road in Bienville Parish, just as Clyde planned to ambush Raymond Hamilton, the revenge posse of officers laid in wait for Bonnie and Clyde. Early in the morning of the 23rd, as Clyde sped down the dirt road, the six collected cops opened fire from their cover in the bushes. They let loose 130 rounds, and when the smoke cleared, Bonnie and Clyde
1: were dead. Since their deaths, Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow have been immortalized in culture. They remain cemented in the public consciousness as symbols of anti-establishment and the power of true love. But Ed Wheeler's widow, Doris Brown-Edwards, is frustrated by the revisionist history. Why are the killers remembered and not the victims? She said, it's like we don't even count, glorifying these killers insults all of us. In 1996, the city of Grapevine, Texas, placed a memorial plaque and marker at the site of the bloody Easter killings. It serves as a testament to the men that died, and hopefully brings more recognition to their tragedy. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again to Tori for joining me today.
2: Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast, Killer Queens, on Spotify or wherever you listen to
1: podcasts. To hear more about Bonnie and Clyde, check out our episodes of Crimes of Passion that dive deeper into the case. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, Aaron Larson, and Joel Stein. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Abigail Cannon, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson.